0: Hey everybody, welcome to our online gathering this weekend. It is so good to see you. Um, I gotta start out with this. I'm really excited. Um, this July 22nd, coming up real quick here, we're having uh, water baptisms, and I'm told there's already seven people signed up to get baptized in water, so super cool. And um, if you know me, I really like rivers, and we're not going to a swimming pool at the church this year. We're actually going to go to a river and baptize in a river, um, which is kind of unique for us. So uh, a lot of young people getting baptized, if you are following Jesus, but, uh, and you've repented of your sins, but you haven't been baptized, repentance and water baptism go together. And so um, really excited for that. So you can come down, probably have, I don't know, 50, 100 people down at the river, just celebrating and, and supporting people as they make that decision to go public with their faith, die to themselves and live for the Lord. So sign up for that. You can go to the website for that. Super excited about that. Also, um, the last couple of weeks, um, Bob Mortimer has been sharing, and man, what a great guy, um, just taking his story and not getting bitter, but really being just filled with the Spirit and just sharing, and so he's uh, come and blessed us the last couple of weeks as we've done church at home, and I, I really like that phrase. I don't want to just do watch the gathering online. Uh, I want to do church at home, and some of us, you know, we were kind of looking at our phones and... The reality is this. We want to get together large groups of people. I mean, maybe not large, but enough that you can interact with people. In fact, um, if you don't have a big TV, God wants you to buy a big TV, okay? So you can do church at home, okay? Not for the game, but church at home. And so church at home is going on, and so we're asking questions at the end, and we're calling this our Ohana groups. And if you missed that, you know, the word is kind of this Hawaiian word, and I love the word, and we're going to kind of use this phrase. It means, ohana means family, and family means nobody gets left behind or forgotten. And so, would you gather some family, some close friends, um, some life group people, just people that you care about, and then uh, kind of do this church gatherings uh, together, people. Um, We just think it could be more valuable that way, all right? Let me share with you my struggle, because all of us have some struggles uh, during this COVID-19. And they're all over the board. Um, honestly, some days I'm like, I'm doing great. Like, this is fine. There's, there's some benefits to being shut in your house in a lot of ways and things being slowed down. And other days I'm like, I hate this. I'm miserable. Um, my biggest struggle, and I find myself sharing this with some, some friends recently, is, is simply this. Like, when I signed up for ministry, first of all, I didn't sign up. God called me. But what makes ministry worthwhile to me is change lives. Like, I'm, I'm not doing this because I need a job or a paycheck. I really don't enjoy my job unless I can see that my job, my calling, is changing lives. And the, the biggest struggle of the last four or five months has simply been this. Like, you know, after the gathering or, or any ministry that I do, it just doesn't feel like there's a lot of feedback. You know, I can, I can prepare and, and preach my heart, but staring at a camera is so much different, and I don't see hands raised. And I don't people come up with tears in their eyes and people go to the altar and I don't see those powerful prayers, not even at the front, but just around the room. And it's just different and it's hard. So for me, the biggest struggle is I just don't get to see as much fruit of the ministry. and I want to see lives change. And I'm hearing great stories about that more recently. That encourages me. Um, but what I'm really excited about to be together is just to see the Lord move in our midst. And that is so rewarding uh, to me. So whatever the struggle is for you, um, man, we are going to get through this. We've been saying that for a long time. I remember we were saying, oh, just a couple weeks. We can do anything for two weeks or a month. And it's like, just a couple years, just a couple of decades. You know, I don't know what it's going to really look like. Um, but it's okay to struggle. It's okay to walk through some discouragement at times. And um, I'm doing that too. But um, still moving forward with the Lord, all right? Uh, if you have a Bible today, we're going to be in Psalm chapter uh, 121. It's actually a text that a lot of people have kind of uh, really grabbed onto during this time. So if you haven't, hopefully this will be a real beneficial time for you. We're going to just walk through these eight verses in Psalm uh, 121. And before uh, we really get into the text, um, you know, David writes so many of these Psalms, and he has a lot of highs and a lot of lows. And this is a, I think this is a cool moment because I titled the message The Advantage. And the reason I did that is David would look at someone like Goliath, And he would say, you know, you have the height. You have the strength. You have the sword and the spear and the javelin. I mean, you have the advantage. No one that day would would look at that and go, you know, David's got the advantage. Everybody in the battlefield knew Goliath had the advantage. But David looks at him and he says, you have all these weapons to your disposal. You're way bigger. You're way stronger. You've killed, you know, hundreds of men. And he looks at him and says, all I have is a sling, but I have the advantage. Because I have the Lord in my life. And there's something just so powerful about the life of a believer that we have the Lord in our lives, and that gives us an advantage over any fight, any battle that we have. So if you're following Jesus, I hope you hear this. You have the advantage in this world. Even when you feel defeated, even when you feel discouraged, you have the advantage. And I want to encourage you to walk in that, not in your physical strength or your weapons but in the fact that you have the Lord on your side. All right, so before we get into the text, I'm gonna invite some friends to come join me up here. So um, you guys can, can make your way up here. So this is my good friends, Jonathan and Vanessa Capone. And I figured why do this by myself when they're in town and hanging around? so. Thank you guys so much for being here. We've done this every summer. This is the third summer in a row. Yeah. So this is fun. and something always goes wrong or something's always funny, (laughs) so I'm really enjoying having you guys here with me again. So thank you guys for coming. So uh, what I want to start with is this. We've all been like, you know, Quarantine because of COVID nineteen in the United States, but you guys just recently got back from the Philippines, where you're working at Kings Garden and loving on kids and leading that whole ministry, and you've gone through a different kind of quarantine than we have. So share with us a little bit what that's been like for your family. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, so our quarantine in in Asia is um, a lot different. Actually, um, we were locked in our homes, and actually the the kids are still locked in their homes in our community where we're from and they're going on like 120 days or something but we couldn't leave the house without a special quarantine pass and only one member of the household could leave and if they left um, they had to bring special documentation and then their temperature was checked at all these checkpoints sprayed with bleach just to go shopping i mean it was just kind of intense you know so
0: we were like feeling like we're really suffering but we didn't get sprayed with bleach if we wanted to go to the grocery store (laughs) right right? and i'm
1: allergic to bleach so i mean that was like kind of a really big deal, the bleach was everywhere, and, yeah. you know, so.
2: Disinfecting
0: everything. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. crazy times. So yeah. you guys are back now after three years. Yeah. yeah. took off and spent three years in the Philippines and now you're back and the big question everybody's is like, what's up next? What's mm-hmm. next for you guys? So yeah, so that, the short that, that is
2: like the you know, the hardest question because we completed our first term as uh, missionaries and we want to say what's next
1: mm-hmm. and
2: as in my quiet time with the Lord, Um, He kept on saying, it it felt like the Lord was putting on my heart, what about now?
0: Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. right
2: now, people are hurting. Right now, Mm -hmm. what are you going to do now, Jonathan? Don't look too far of what's next or don't look too far. Of what you've accomplished or what you've done in the Philippines yeah. what about now who are you gonna reach now this uh, we we come at a strategic time I think
0: mm-hmm.
2: to our you know to our back to our country the great nation of the United States of America yeah. And there's a lot of people hurting there's a lot of people in shock there's a lot of people that are scared yeah. and
0: uh, and if I know you guys everywhere you go you're talking to somebody mm-hmm. meeting someone yeah. mm-hmm. ministering to somebody yeah. at a store no. or you know on the sidewalk or mm-hmm. something
2: so yeah. right now you know we don't know what tomorrow holds a lot of us are out of our jobs, out of, you know, it's hard to itinerate for missionaries because the churches aren't gathering or many Mm -hmm. of them aren't gathering. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of unknowns. So we're really focusing on now like living for today who are we going to reach who are we going to encourage and who are we going to be you know lead to jesus so mm-hmm. i mean that's what we're, we're really focusing on and we believe that god will tell us mm-hmm. what's next
0: yeah in, in a short timing. time in his time mm-hmm. it's not a good time to make a rush decision <laughs> no not at all, not at all. <laughs> nobody during covid 19 should make a rush decision if you yeah. don't have to right true mm-hmm. yeah well thank you guys for being here we're going to kind of cool. walk through the scripture together and they're going to ask them questions and they're going to hopefully bring out some things i think god's going to use Use, you know some of your experiences to speak to us yeah so i'm really excited you guys are doing this so uh the first two verses of uh psalm chapter 121 verses one to two it's going to be on the tv so i'm going to look this way mm-hmm. uh says this i i look up to the mountains does my help come from there My help comes from the Lord who made the heaven and earth. Or maybe your Bible says the maker of heaven and earth. Mm -hmm. So David, I love this, and especially verse two, where he says, I look to the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth, because David speaks out loud to himself. Mm -hmm. And for some of us, probably all of us, there's times in our lives where we're like, I don't feel it, but I know it's true, but I don't feel it. Mm -hmm. So if I speak it and I try to live it, if I can confess with my mouth You know, that I serve the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth, my help comes not from me, but my help comes from God. And there has been times in my life, and I've shared those stories where I have to repeat something over and over again that's important to me, Mm -hmm. because it helps me remember what's true, whether I feel it or not. And um, you know, many of you watching, you know, certain sayings that I say or remind myself or I walk around my house and just pray and talk to God and just go, this is how I feel." I know it's not true, God, but it's how I feel. So now I need to focus. Now that I've kind of talked about my feelings, now I've got to mm-hmm. talk about what's true. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's so helpful. So maybe some of us just need to say, because David's like, you know, worried about people attacking and, you know, running. to Everybody else wants to run to the hills. And he's saying, you know, I, I do kind of want to run to the hills, but my help doesn't come from the mountains mm-hmm. or the caves or the places to hide. My help comes from the Lord. And that mm-hmm. is true. Yeah. And he speaks that into existence. So sometimes we have to do that in our mm-hmm. lives. Um, so, I mean, turn to the next page of my notes. Did you guys want to chime in anything on that i didn't we didn't expect you to, but you can if you want to.
2: Well, you know one of the questions we have here is you know what's what truth do we speak to ourselves and Usually, for me, it's when I go to Costco, and the truth, like you said, I need a bigger TV. Yeah, <laughs> right? look at all this. I got to do church at home. Uh-huh. That's mm-hmm. a truth. Yeah. I try to, and I try to convince Vanessa of that, but she She's not buying into it. It's not a, a, not it's not a it. truth. <laughs> yeah. You know, Say no. the best
0: time to buy TVs right after the Super Bowl when they're yeah when they <laughs> yeah, when the Bowl, yeah. But
2: um, all kidding aside, one of the things that I keep telling myself to keep me pushing forward is. You know, you're built to last, you're built on a solid Mm -hmm. foundation. Mm -hmm. God built you for this. He Mm -hmm. knit you together in your mother's womb. Mm -hmm. You are an overcomer. Mm -hmm. You can do it. Finish, Mm -hmm. finish. Mm -hmm. And it's just motivating myself to just cross that finish line because, you know, Mm -hmm. we're all, all all running a race and it's, Mm -hmm. uh, it's not about how we start because man, Mm -hmm. you know, most of us stumble out of the gates. Mm -hmm. We can't find our, can't find our way just out of, out of our own way. We're stumbling, Mm -hmm. falling, but you know, it's how we're going to finish. And to me, it's like, keep on, you know, Mm -hmm. just finish strong. And that's what keeps me motivated to go.
1: I think that's um, a good point because I think we internalize so many negative thoughts, Mm -hmm. right? Um, We're all good at that. But how many of us are our own number one cheerleader and speak out positive truths Mm -hmm. that are from God's word. And so Mm -hmm. from a woman's perspective, I think um, at least I can be really internal yeah. and say mm-hmm. these negative things, and so speaking out loud positive things, mm-hmm. the word of truth counteracts that. Yeah, so. we can
0: be our own worst critic rather yeah. than our own best cheerleader. Yeah, and, yeah. And you know, David encouraged himself in the Lord, yeah. even mm-hmm. when they've been raided and the wives and kids taken mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So, yeah. so maybe there's a, a something you need to speak out loud and say, Hey, this is what's true. Yeah. God is on the throne. His promises are true. Mm-hmm. The devil's a liar. Faith is the victory. Or me, mm-hmm. Hey, I know I'm called, yeah. or I yeah. can't do this, but Jesus and I can do this. When I go around. My my house saying, Jesus and I can, yep. it works. Yep. So, so maybe you need to speak something out loud about your own life. That's right. Um, so here's the point. Uh, first thing I want to kind of walk through is the Lord is my source. Uh, David's like, the hills aren't my source, the weapons aren't my source. You know, even mm-hmm. the army is not my source. The reason I survived running from Saul and everything and fighting Goliath and all those things is because God has helped me. My help is from beyond just the things of this world. Mm-hmm. I have a supernatural help uh, in my life. Uh, it's not in created things it's in the creator himself so here's the question i think we want to wrestle through ourselves and hopefully people um, watching this as well is how is the lord the source of your life how is he the source of your energy and your strength and how do you make him the source of your life and how do you kind of dig from that reservoir of his strength in your life
2: well i think uh for me when i when i hear the word source it's what are we going to draw from Mm -hmm. like that's something we're drawing from Uh, in the construction industry I worked with a lot of land developers and first thing they look at is where are they going to draw their source for water mm-hmm. and for power mm-hmm. now in our Christian walks, we really want to look at where we're going to draw our power from. Mm-hmm. The Lord is our power source. Mm-hmm. He's the one that gives us our strength. He's the one that builds us up. He's the one that sends us out. He's yeah. the one that calls us. He wants. He's the one that sends us. Sets us apart. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like that's that's where our power source is, yeah. uh, is in the Lord. So we just draw from Him yeah. because I've tried so many times in my life to do it on my own, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. In my own strength, yeah. we try to do it, or we try to get things to. Make Make us feel like we're equipped to do it in our own strength Mm -hmm. and really um, when we lack God's power source we really kind of just fall on our own face so um, for him for the source it's tapping into God's power source it's a supernatural source that we can overcome we can do the impossible Mm -hmm. and we can do audacious things to advance God's kingdom.
0: Mm I mean, even Paul, you know, he said, you know, my, my, my message, and my preaching, were not with wise and persuasive words, mm-hmm. but with a demonstration of the Spirit's yeah, power. So nice. you can have great notes yeah. mm-hmm. and still fall flat if you don't have the Spirit's power, yeah. the source in your life. Mm-hmm. How do you go to the source in your life? I mean, you know, I mean, if people are going, I'm feeling like I need to draw mm-hmm. some yeah. strength, some power from somewhere. But how do I practically
1: mm-hmm. this week mm-hmm.
0: make the Lord the source of my life?
1: I think for us, um, you know, we lived in a, a third world country, and we didn't have the comforts um, that the American church really has of like instant access to great worship, great preaching, um, fellowship with other strong Christians. And so, um, you know, you're out there on the field, and you really you have no other option or choice but to really draw deep, deep, um, drink deep into the well of of the of God, you know, Mm -hmm. the living um, water. And so um, you learn how to do that. And I think that some practical ways to do that, um, you know, I get up early. I spend quiet time with Jesus on my own before the kids wake, before my husband wakes. I'm in the word every day. And I know Mm -hmm. it's easy to say that, but are we really doing that? Mm -hmm. And, and finding time to talk with God privately. Mm-hmm. you know, If I have to um, even dismiss myself from a conversation to have a moment with Jesus, um, when I'm with a group of people, mm-hmm. I do that. Mm-hmm. So you, you have to constantly stay do plugged say, Excuse in. Excuse
0: me for a minute, I need to go talk I need to go Jesus. For I don't say <laughs> back that, in but like 20 seconds. I have
1: to constantly be plugged in or yeah. the light goes dim, yeah. right? And yeah. so you have to find, all of us have to find yeah how we're going to constantly keep our plug plugged into the main source. That's really good. There's been times in my
0: life where I've actually looked at my calendar and Mm -hmm. I put in like one o'clock, lunch with, Jesus. Lunch with yeah. Jesus, and then somebody says, "Can I meet with you today?" I have to say, actually, I've got an appointment yeah. because if yeah. He's not priority, yeah. something else is going to take and then that protect
1: spot. Protect that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah, which is hard to do.
1: It is, but yeah. it's okay. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: it, so many of you right now, you're taking prayer walks. You're getting outside because yeah. the weather's fantastic, mm-hmm. and I'm, you know, you're reading the Bible like like I'm doing outside in this porch swing and having a great awesome. time. So. So, I mean, hopefully those times alone with the Lord are really replenishing, replenishing and yeah. rejuvenating to us. And so that's good. Yeah. Um, I love the fact that he is our source, but the Bible says that he's our deliverer. And I love that, that Moses delivered the people from Israel and Jesus came and delivered us from our sins. Um, that our strength comes from him and the almighty God is the one who will deliver us. David's like, I'm not looking for the best army I'm not looking for the best alliance uh, or the best sword. I'm looking for God. Mm -hmm. And so he's my source. Let's take the next verse. Um, Verses three and four say this. He will not let you stumble. The one who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel never slumbers or sleeps. And I think the point that we want to draw from this is that the Lord actually is watching over you like a sentry. Um, even like a guardian, yep. yeah. like yep, I have true. a legal guardian, and yeah. you know, like Jehovah watches over me. Yeah. That's right. That's a pretty cool yeah. thing if but you think about than it. It's that. That's powerful. It That's <laughs> yeah. really is powerful. I mean, because you know, we, we have some people that, that that do have a legal guardian, but yeah. we all need a legal guardian. Yeah. We need someone who looks out for us when we're not seeing what's around the corner. Yeah. yeah. So um, he's our savior. He watches over us. He cares for us. Um, he has our best interests in mind. Even when we don't have our own best interests in mind, he still has our best interests in mind. So the question, I guess, for all of us to ask is this. How does the Lord watch over you Mm -hmm. in your life? Any thoughts on how he does that?
2: Yeah, Mm -hmm. you know, the Lord watches over us in ways that, you know, it's like it's not like Big Brother or drone spy stuff. (laughs) It's like watching over like a protection over us. Mm -hmm. Um, For us, we experienced almost... Every, every catastrophic event you can think right. of happened to us. We had yeah. uh, earthquake, typhoon, mm-hmm. volcano eruption. Yeah. In fact, the mm-hmm. volcano eruption was the one actually that canceled the trip. Yeah. And then the right. pandemic yeah, came Oh, right. Then yeah. we have a worldwide mm-hmm. disease. Mm-hmm. I mean, but yet through the midst of all this chaos and craziness, mm-hmm. the Lord watched over us, yeah. kept us safe, kept our spirits healthy, kept our spirits, mm-hmm. healthy, kept mm-hmm. our spirits high and um so he was really just caring for us as he watched over us so mm. i really believe that's how the lord watches over us he's he has a watchful eye on us he doesn't watchful. forget about us mm. it's easy to go into that dark place when things are falling apart around us to say he's not watching anymore he's mm. left us but yeah, when it, when the lord's watching amazing. us he is he is there on yeah. on duty like yeah. he said uh,
0: Watching it, I picture it myself. I kind of picture you know the playground and all those huge playgrounds with like hundred kids playing on it, mm-hmm. and like the Lord's kind of sitting on the bench, keeping an eye on on us, making sure that we're okay, we're not hurt, we're not lost, we're yeah. safe. Yeah. You know, hopefully He watches us more like a mom does than a yeah. dad does because yeah. <laughs> dad kind of yeah. forgotten what he's doing there at yeah. the park, right? <laughs> but just that He's kind of keeping His eye on His kids because mm-hmm. He loves His kids yeah. so much. Yeah. Yeah. He watches out for us,
2: and He knows. He knows what's going on. He knows right. what's going around, on around this world, mm-hmm. and he's watching and making sure that we're okay. And yeah. we are. We yeah. are doing okay. That's we are doing right. good.
0: Yeah. yeah. Angels looking out for you, too. hmm Yeah. Awesome. Um, the next verse is verses 5 and 6. So let's go ahead and read on the screen. It says, The Lord himself watches over you. The Lord stands beside you as your protective shade. The sun will not harm you by day nor the moon at night. I think from David's perspective, this is interesting because David is, you know, often living on the run, you mm-hmm. know, hiding yeah. in fields and you don't want to be in a field. You want to be in trees or you want to be on the hills or, or a cave or somewhere that, you know, keeps you safe. And whether you're running from the king that wants to kill you or the enemies that want to kill you. And I mean, gosh, the guy's like, I'm going to be the next king of Israel. He's anointed the next king of Israel. And how many nights is he asleep mm-hmm. on the floor of a cave mm-hmm. going? this is never going to happen. Like Samuel was on crack when he anointed my head with oil because why would I be running with a bunch Mm -hmm. of scoundrel barbarians Mm -hmm. if this was really God's call in my life? And yet it comes to pass, but it comes with so much hardship. So it's just, to me, it's amazing that God is our shelter, our strong tower, you know we can run to him when we need. He is our shield. I love that concept that mm-hmm. the Lord is my shield. Yeah. How many attacks have I not even really understood that I've faced because He has taken the brunt of the attack in my life? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for you guys, let me ask that question for you. How is how is the Lord a shelter in your life? How does He shield you from the elements? Um, because you faced a lot of them. Yeah.
1: I do. faced all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Um, there was actually just a story when um, we were in the Philippines. We actually had someone break into our home, mm-hmm. and um, as traumatic as the event was, um, you you look back in hindsight and you think like in it, the middle of the night, like in the middle later. of the when, night, when we're there sleeping, we yeah. were there sleeping and yeah. we had an intruder and it. And Krista
2: it, actually saw the guy standing in our living room. Okay, and mm-hmm. scared him out freaking
0: the, out.
1: Right, yeah. and um, and it was traumatic, and it was actually like a planned event, mm-hmm. and it was bad, but. Um, looking back in hindsight um god still did not keep his watchful eye and from protecting us because it could have been way worse Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and um we have to deal with with the things that happen but um we look back and we praise him because um no harm did come Mm -hmm. on us Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and so um i'm so thankful for that and um
0: you have a story about the wall that you guys built Mm -hmm.
1: yeah just in
0: the nick of time yeah,
1: yeah so we you know when we we were itinerating, we raised all this money to build a wall and no one quite understood why we had to build this wall, but we just okay. knew God's calling us to build this wall and and um, teams came and did sections of it. And it was really awesome. Um, but we were able to lay the very last brick of that wall um, as we're locking down for the COVID thing. Mm-hmm. And actually during the, the COVID thing um, in the Philippines, there was a lot of looting and break ins and Um, if we didn't have that wall, Mm -hmm. um, I guarantee people would have broken and stolen um, the rations that we had and all the things that um, were keeping our people safe. Mm -hmm. And so um, brick by brick, God brought every brick. And the last one was laid during the, you know, COVID. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, it's just remarkable. And again, another example of, of how he watches us and keeps an eye and Um, It's just incredible timing too. So not all
0: these kids who are not with their families being Mm -hmm. loved by you guys, but they're secure, they're safe. Yeah, yeah. finding shelter,
2: that's the biggest thing. One of the um, vi- one no, not the video, but a, a TV show that we've been watching is Alone,
1: oh, and yeah. it's on
2: the History Channel, and it's about its survival. These mm-hmm. wilderness experts get thrown out into the Arctic or Mongolia mm-hmm. or right. whatever, and they're supposed to they just drop there with just their backpack and mm-hmm. you know a hunting knife, and they're supposed to survive out there. And the mm-hmm. first thing they do is what do they do? They build a shelter. Oh, I was they, gonna They yeah. call your mom. Yeah, call mom. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, mm-hmm. that's probably what I would do. I'm not. A, a, I'm, I, I, I don't yeah. even like camping. And no. Maybe RV Nobody camping. I did RV camping, and that was that's my kind of camping. Yeah. Yeah. Tent yeah. camping, uh, not so much. Building a shelter in Build the wilderness the is out of my league. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, that's what the guys do. The first mm-hmm. thing they do is they find shelter, Step and that's one. the first thing that we all should do in our lives when um, when we're seeking refuge, when we're seeking um, comfort, right? Mm. Our home. I I love our home because, uh, because it's it's a place where we can let our guard down. Yeah. we walk yeah. through our doors and we can let our guard down. Our family mm-hmm. is, you are know, just normal family, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, we invite the Lord in. We know the Lord's watching over it, protecting us, and it's our shelter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, and really that's, you, you can be really built up in a shelter. And mm. when you're in a shelter, it produces, when you're in God's shelter, it produces longevity. Because mm-hmm. when, you're, when you're protected by the elements, mm-hmm. it, you can last through those, those, right. l- those droughts, those yeah. famines, those, you know, the, yeah. the winds, it's, you're totally protected. So we yeah. find shelter in the Lord to yeah. produce longevity. Yeah.
0: You know, the reality of God is a strong tower. You know, I think that the Psalms especially, I run to the Lord. He is my strong tower. Not only are you at safer when you're at a higher level or somebody's coming up at you, you have an advantage, which mm-hmm. is what we're talking about. Okay. Yeah. Here's the great thing. In fact, I got a chance to go up in a tower recently and you mm-hmm. can see for miles. Mm-hmm. And so if you have a strong tower to run to, you actually can see your perspective on um, the spiritual battles, yeah. is better when you run to the strong tower. So in those days, people ran to the hills. They ran to the tower. Um, I think that the message, maybe even a word uh, from the Lord today, is while other people run to their towers, uh, you run directly to God. Amen. Like just run to Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. He's the strong tower. Yeah. You're better off running to Jesus yeah. than running to the you know fourth floor. Yeah. yeah. Run to Jesus because he has what it takes in your life maybe you're here and you're like i'm kind of halfway living for the lord and halfway not sure. like run to him don't walk yeah get serious about it run yeah. to the lord in your life
1: so, amen yeah that's
0: good all right and then we have one more the last two verses of this of this text here we go the lord keeps you from all harm and he watches over your life the lord keeps a watch over you as you come and go both now and forever uh, love it. The Lord is my shepherd, Psalm 23. Yeah. The Lord watches over you, yeah. right? So there's going to be attacks and there's going to be struggles, but he is your shepherd. So he's your source, your shield, your shelter. You know, he does all those things in our, in our lives. And he's also our shepherd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there's a concept there of, of God shepherds us and directs us um, in our lives. How is yeah. how God your shepherd in your life?
2: For me, when I think of shepherd, it's uh, the shepherd's role was to provide guidance and safety for the sheep. So that's exactly. I mean, there's a lot of, I guess. And we're know, the jokes. sheep. <laughs> yeah, we're sheep. Yeah. <laughs> we are. Don't, don't, don't tell anybody. Everybody, you know, you <laughs> don't want to be a sheep. the one time. Yeah. only once. <laughs> <Yeah. so. laughs> but uh, you know, God is providing guidance and safety for us. Yeah. Um, again, the reoccurring theme is sa- providing safety, providing yeah. um, just a a state of comfort for us where, not comfort where we're like getting big, fat and happy, Mm -hmm. but more like comfort, like the, you know, we're, we're shielded from the attacks.
0: Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm.
2: And I think, you know, the shepherd's role, David was a shepherd, Mm -hmm. right? He, he fought off all sorts of wild animals coming after the flock. Mm -hmm. Same thing with God. He, he, Jesus is our shepherd. We know the shepherd's voice, you know, and we can go back and say, how do we know the shepherd's voice? Because we're in tune with mm-hmm. God's mm-hmm. word, and we're spending quiet time with him, and we're praying, and uh, so for uh, for the shepherd, it's like we really just want to, the way he shepherds me is he's constantly guiding me, um, like we talked about earlier in this, this is like what are you doing next i don't know but i'm being guided yeah. Yeah. and i know i can follow orders and be obedient yeah, I'm going where so, the shepherd's yeah, taking yeah. me mm-hmm. so uh i don't know those answers yeah. but i know i'm just following yeah. and i'm following yeah. the good shepherd yeah
1: i think um also well for me the shepherd keeps me on track right yeah. um i can get so add that's mm-hmm. just one of my struggles and all over the place that the shepherd just keeps me on point and mm-hmm. so um I can trust that mm. and he just keeps, reins it in, right, and mm. keeps me going in the right direction. It's a little bit like this, but at least we're going north, you know, <laughs> and so um, the shepherd keeps me on track.
0: Yeah. 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 I think the shepherd and the sheep at analogy is so good because for one, if you're sheep by yourself, by yourself. Am I saying that right? If you're a sheep (laughs) on the shelf, if you're a sheep and you wander off alone, there Mm we go. Yeah. Man, it is bad. You you need the church around you because you have a whole herd of sheep. There's so much protection there, so you need the church. But then beyond that, like wherever the shepherd is, I want to be close to the shepherd. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be in the back. I want to be close Mm -hmm. to the shepherd because he's going to see things and protect me better than I can myself. So, um, you know, he's our shepherd. Yeah. So, what we want to do is want to kind of close this up with this Ohana question, mm-hmm. and we've kind of been asking, you know, asking and answering some questions here. But here's the question, and it's going to come on the screen, and it's going to you know stay there for an extended length of time so we can walk through it. But the question is this: How has the Lord been your source in your life? I want to encourage you to share that answer, your answer to that question, with someone in the room right now. Mm-hmm. Um, how has uh, the Lord been your savior? The one who saves you or redeems you or rescues you Uh, how has he been your shelter or your strong tower um, in your life and how has he been your shepherd uh, your protector so we're going to pray and then as soon as we say amen we're going to invite you to answer these questions and maybe you're like you know looking at the screen you're like honestly like number two and four i have a great answer for i just really want to answer number one you don't have to answer all four but I want to encourage everybody just to take a moment in this group that you're going to start right now and just walk through one of those. So let's, let's pray together. Lord, we need you. And God, we don't run to the mountains. And we don't run to earthly weapons. We certainly don't run inside of ourselves and find some humanistic answer to our problems. God, we run to you because you are our shelter and you are our strength and you are our source and our shield and you're our savior and so lord today maybe there's some that are just hearing from you it's time that you ran to the lord Or maybe today's the day that you speak out loud what is true regardless of your feelings in the moment and lord maybe today is a time for us just to recognize all the times in our lives that you have stepped in and And you saved us and you've given us strength to endure something and you've protected us from something that could have taken our lives off course. And Lord, we are so grateful for that. And God, as we look back and remember these things and share them with someone else, Lord, remind us that all these ways you've been with us, you will do those same things, God, in the past. You'll do those things in our future. Lord, thank you that you open doors, close doors, protect us, and strengthen us for what's ahead. Mm-hmm. So, God, I just pray this discussion right now would be fruitful and beneficial in our, in our homes yes. and where we're participating in church um, with our family. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name, yeah. amen. 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 Thanks, everybody. Thank you.